Bronzes League. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all of rugby league experience. Welcome to your round one review. It was an awesome round of footy. The last game being one of the lowest scoring games I think I've ever seen. I just finished watching it. It was an absolute cracker. But there were plenty of other good games of football which I'm going to go through, especially the first one, which was the Panthers and the Manly Seagulls. Now, everyone thought Penrith was going to lose this game. I know I did. I even tipped Manly to win this one by 6 to 12 points. Obviously, I was quite wrong with that one. With the Penrith Panthers beating the Manly Seagulls in that game, 26-8. to Let's go through the game. So, in the beginning of that game, Manly's defense looked sublime. They really came out strong and just absolutely put the pressure on the Penrith Panthers. I thought that my tip was going to be right. I was very confident in the Manly side and how they were looking. I'm sure the Hello Sport boys would have been spewing that they lost considering how they came out in that game. It was really impressive there from the Manly Seagulls. It was a really fast-paced game, a lot of fast footy being played with a few penalties as well. Not that we like to see in round one, but you know in the first few rounds it's going to be a bit of scrappy football. We know there's going to be a few penalties and there were definitely a lot of penalties in round one, but a great round of footy nonetheless. Stefan Crichton... He was in some really good form going into that game. He scored a try, and he also scored the last try of 2021. Think about that. It's quite crazy to think about. He scored the last try in 2021, and he scores the first try of the 2022 season. I thought that was pretty cool to think about, Uh, but he did open the scoring up for 2022 with his first try of the season. As I said, it was a very fast-paced game. I thought Ethan Bullimore looked sensational for the Manly Seagulls. If there was anyone that I really liked from that Manly side, it was Ethan Bullimore. I thought he played really good footy. Uh, Took some tough carries and ended up scoring a try a bit later in the game. We'll get to that in a second. It was pretty much kick-out versus Harper in the first 20 minutes of that one. They were really scrappy towards each other. You could tell those guys did not get along whatsoever. Brian Toto was just unstoppable. He nearly scored two tries in a row, and they were both taken off him, unfortunately. Uh, But he looked really, really good, Brian Toto, one of the guys I'd be watching this season. And why wouldn't I? He's an Origin player now. I have no doubt in my mind that he'll be in the Origin side again. I think he's going to play some really good footy this season. Uh, The refs... Pretty much didn't want anyone to score in that first half. It was, yeah, they, it was crazy. There was so many tries taken off them. I think there was two tries denied for the Penrith Panthers. For me, I thought after those two disallowed tries, I thought Manly really took the foot off the pedal. And that was when Stephen Crichton started to play some really outstanding footy. It's when uh, Isaac Targo was also playing a really good brand of footy. Sean O'Sullivan looked really comfortable in that seven jersey. The Penrith side rose up and just came out to get them. It was a Penrith masterclass after the first 20 minutes or so, in my opinion. I thought Manly came out strong, but it was just Penrith's day. Penrith looked really good on the park. Um, Yeah, talented Targo. Definitely one to watch there. Got him in my fantasy team. Quite a cheapie. He had 68 points, I think it was. I'll double-check that now, but... He looked sensational. Big tackles in that game. 61 points it was for Isaac Targo, but looked really good in that game. His defense was quite good for not one of the biggest guys you've ever seen. 
He plays centre and he and he's also listed here as a back rower as well. So very very handy there for NRL fantasy. If you're p- thinking about having someone else in the centres or you don't know who to put in your back row, I'd be trading in Isaac Targo. He's definitely a great get there and a really outstanding game for him uh, on the weekend there on that Thursday night. Sorry. Uh, loving Sean O'Sullivan in that seven jersey. I thought he looked really, really comfortable, as I said before. Uh, his ball playing was sensational. Kicking game was really smart. He played a really smart game of footy, which is what I liked there from Sean O'Sullivan. Um, and I can't wait to see him next week and the week after if they choose to go with him. And I have no doubt in my mind that they will. Luai scored a really good try going through a hole there, and that just shows how good the combination of O'Sullivan and Luai was. I thought they were a great little combo there and a nice little balance. I know they're both running halves, but a really nice balance there. Sean O'Sullivan with a bit of kicking game in him as well. It's just sort of what you need, a bit of that balance. One half, especially in this fast-paced game, you have one half that is a running halfback, but he also has a really good kicking game and passing game. And then one half is just primarily that running half. And I know that Luai does have a bit of a step, a bit of a ball-playing aspect to his game as well. But, geez, they're actually very similar players in some sense. I feel like Sean O'Sullivan's more a bit bit more of a jerky sort of movement. But, yeah, it was a really good halves combo. I can't really get over it, can I? But um, really liked watching those two play some good footy and... Great try there from Luai going through a really nice hole. Appy scores as well. Penrith were pretty much red hot uh, in the back end of that game, pretty much throughout the entire game um, up until 20 minutes in. As soon as it hit 20 minutes into that game, they were just unstoppable for me. Liam Martin was really, really good. He took some tough carries and just looked threatening every time he got the ball in his hands. I remember one point in that game, he ran at Ethan Bullymore. Uh, and pretty much put him on his ass. So, yeah, Liam Martin, he was really, really good in the back row there. Wouldn't be surprised if he secures that bench spot for the New South Wales Blues. Turbo was contained, and that was what really surprised me. I thought without Nathan Cleary, they weren't going to be able to contain Tom Trevojevic, but I think that's the key to beating Manly there. If you contain Tom Trevojevic, their confidence basically goes... It's basically diminished. If you take down... Tom Trevojevic in a manly side that's preliminary moving forward because he's in the side. I mean, you've basically won the game and that's how I think the Penrith Panthers sort of won this one. It was really, really entertaining brands of football. Dylan Edwards run for 300 metres. Sean O'Sullivan on point uh, for that Martin try. Really set him up well for that one. Uh, but yeah, Dylan Edwards, credit to him for running 300 metres when he was in doubt for this game. So uh, Dylan Edwards, he's sort of underrated when we talk about fullbacks in our game. No one really talks about Dylan Edwards much. I think he's a really good fullback uh, and a, some really good aspects to his game. Now, I was talking to one of my PE teachers who, was, who did some coaching in the lower grades and he said that mainly, mainly fullbacks get their metres just from taking those carries after long kicks. But I looked at some of the other fullback stats and most of them were only 170 metres. Dylan Edwards, 300. It just shows you the effort, the effort that Dylan Edwards puts in week in, week out. I think he's just a different breed of fullback, to be honest. I, I really like Dylan Edwards and I know people don't really talk about him much, but he's definitely one to watch for 2022. I reckon he's 
going to improve heaps and he's going to be a real threat for that Penrith side. One we don't really think about there, Dylan Edwards. And Isaiah Yo running for 179 metres. So all in all, great game there from Penrith. Manly looked really good at the start, but it was a Penrith masterclass after 20 minutes into that game. The Raiders and the Sharks, it was 24 to 19. The Raiders won and a scoreline you don't really hear too often, 24 to 19. Bit of a weird scoreline there, but it was a great game from both teams. They both looked red hot in attack. I feel like Nico Hines is really comfortable at seven. Now, it wasn't his best game. It wasn't the best Nico Hines game. He wasn't really the standout player, um, but he, I just thought he looked really comfortable in that seven jersey. And he, I think he's matured into that position really, really well. And I'm really excited to see how Nico Hines goes next week. I think he's going to be an absolute the unstoppable beast. He's just going to be a beast. I think him and Moylan link up really well as well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Sharks go for the rest of this season. It's only round one, so we can't really say anything after round one. Uh, but all I can say is Nico Hines, he does look comfortable in that seven jersey. White and individual brilliance that whole game. I know he just stuffed up saying individual and... I know the name is Big Les, but when it comes to big words, we're in a bit of Barney. So uh, don't blame me for not pronouncing those big words right. Um, but yeah, Jack Whiten, he was his own beast. And I think that him and Schneider actually link up really well and better than people expected. I think Schneider's goal-kicking game was first class. I think it was really, really smooth, really, really good. I loved his goal-kicking, really accurate there. Really liking Brad Schneider in round one. And we've only seen him once. But I do like what I've seen from him so far in the trials and in that first game. I think with a few more weeks, I think people will really start to see his potential as well. So Brad Schneider, definitely one to watch there. For you fantasy goers, I think he's still 240K. Wouldn't be surprised if his price went up after this week. But really, really good player there, Brad Schneider. Grab him while he's hot. Grab him while he's hot. The Raiders. We're pretty much taking control in the first half. They looked really, really comfortable. Um, and Blake Braley pretty much strolled over out of a scrum. Another one I've got in my fantasy side there, but I'll be doing a fantasy review tomorrow. There'll be one coming out tomorrow, so make sure you tune into that one. It's going to be a really, really good little chat there. Um, but look, Blake Braley is a really talented dummy half, really good service out of dummy half as well. Really enjoyed watching him in that one. Nickel Klockstad try as well from Starling Kick. Now, Starling, close range, putting in those grubber kicks, really, really dangerous. And Nickel Klockstad, he just gets in the right place at the right time. Looked really good there. Good signs considering Hodgson is going to be out for the next few weeks. He has as he has a chip in his cartilage. If you want to go and listen to all or most of the injuries in round one, there were a lot more today. But yesterday I put out a podcast of all the injuries so far back then. So if you want to have a listen to some of those, it was just some of the injuries that happened in round one. But I will be reporting on those other injuries as well. The Sean Russell one, uh, plenty more injuries that happened today in today's games, which is quite unfortunate, but that's just rugby league. It's the game speeding up. A lot more players are going to get injured. But all in all, I thought the Raiders and Sharks game was a really entertaining one. Great brands of footy. Uh, Tag Wilton as well. Young gun coming through back rower. Really talented. He, 
showed his stripes last season playing some really good footy, and I think that he's going to be one to watch there too for the Sharks. Matt Moylan kicked a field goal, and after that, I honestly thought they'd won that game. Uh, but then, you know, Raiders scored another try through Hudson Young as well, who, yeah, I wasn't expecting him to score, but he put an absolute beauty over for the Raiders to win them that game. Ikevala was so close to snatching it right back off them, but it was quite unfortunate, but that's just how footy is. That's how footy goes. The Raiders won that game 24-19. to 19. The next game after that was the Broncos versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The score was 11-4, to Broncos won. And that does bring a bit of a tear to my eye. I thought that we were going to win this one without Adam Reynolds in that Broncos side. But it does bring a tear to my eye. We, we lost that game against the Brisbane Broncos. Quite unfortunate there. Um, yeah, but it was great brands of footy from the Broncos. So not surprised one bit. They really did come out strong, the Broncos. Selwyn Cobbo obviously scored a corner try, uh, but was denied after a really good set from Brisbane. It was a really good set to open up that game. I honestly thought that Selwyn had scored, but it was only just out. Albert Kelly scored an intercept try as well in that game. So, uh, yeah, Brisbane just looked really, really good. Josh Mansour struck back, and I thought, geez, we're looking good here. We're looking good. Uh, but then Corey Oates is back in action, scores his 99th try. And yeah, as I said, a tear to my eye. Stags had that knock on. Um, there was a lot of things happening. And then Capewell, Kurt Capewell, does this unexpected, magnificent field goal that really look, it made me turn the TV off and go to bed, honestly. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It made me turn the TV off and go to bed. That one really... Really just broke my little old heart. I thought we were going to come back, but we didn't. There was a penalty goal late there from South Sydney after I watched the highlights because I literally turned the TV off and went to bed. Um, but there was a penalty goal there uh, from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. We missed it. Uh, and then Murray late in that game on Stags threw an opportunity after that penalty goal. Murray just flogged him. And that put a little bit of a smile on my face. It made me feel a bit better because Murray's just an absolute freak and having him in this side, it makes me all good and happy. And yeah, well, it was a disappointing loss, but you know, it's only round one. There's so many games to go, so I'm not too worried yet. One 